Hello, everybody. I'm John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to the LockingYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Listen up and enjoy the segment. For those serious about becoming successful, consistently profitable options traders, now is the time to build skills in technical analysis, market analysis, and applied volatility to get those results. We have multiple memberships, starting with our Go membership that teaches rules-based trading and our Pro membership that teaches more subjective trading. For more information, go to lockinyoursuccess.com memberships. Hey, so this is picking up on our last session, which I guess was, I don't know if that date is right, but it's been a while. It's about two weeks ago. Yeah. What this, what this is picking up on the part too. So we, I just want to do a little summary and then go into the trades. And essentially what this was, was we had a real clear example of a real clear technical signal coupled with a confirmation with what we're seeing in the T plus zero line in a, in a position that we had on. And obviously you could see what's happening in from an IB analysis standpoint and lots of different places, but um, I just wanted to say this, that it's often very subtle. Um, sometimes with IV analysis, sometimes it's very clear, but I know it depends on what context of a market that you're in. Um, because like John mentioned, I don't remember, maybe it was in the Skype group, you know, you can have rising ball and rising markets. So we just don't, and I say that because you just don't want to short the market because you see a depressed T plus zero line when the market's ripping higher. Mm -hmm. Just you need more confluence, right? You need more of the uh, the term we used to use all the time. I don't know why you don't anymore. It's the preponderance of evidence. Oh yeah, I like that. I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> you you were probably reading legal journals or something back then because that's a that's sort of a legal term, I think. Anyway. Um, or, or to just adjust a position. I remember that that uh, we used to see that a lot in 2018 and 2017. Oh, the market's up and my T plus zero line is down. So I think we're going to, market's going to reverse tomorrow. So I'm going to add some negative delta. I would not recommend doing that. I mean, you know, John, there's probably times you've done that and you see other things. It's just. Well, if you see other things, right? So that in combination with other things. Well. Yeah, let me define that. In IV only. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that there's, I mean, maybe you can see something in addition to the IV world if you keep it in just the IV sphere. Uh, I I've I just think you get yourself into trouble. I mean, obviously the point of this is tying that together with TA. So sometimes it's one leads the other or the one you see one before the other. This was actually the same day. So you don't need both. But this was really interesting, and it was kind of the genesis of the whole story. It was like, you got both. So just to review it, there was, um, let's see, what day was this? I'll, I'll show you a screenshot of the chart, but I just want to reset this up, and then we'll get into how to express a bearish trade out of this. But this was on May 23rd. You had a two-bar reversal going, so a fake breakout in the Russell. And you could see that intraday happening. We're trying to break out of a two-month range. 
Um, there was also a price pattern target, which is always, I mean, you talk about preponderance of evidence. So you got two, two TA pieces right there. And then I had, you know, I ha happened to have a, a trade on um, an M34U with a, with a particular uh, strategy behind it or plan behind it. But as the market was moving up, I had this position was outside the 10. It was pressing positive Delta and the T plus zero line was depressed. So that was all I needed. Mm -hmm. I mean, boom, you got two, two TA pieces along with the fact that the Russell's been range bound for months anyway. Um, and then I saw some activity from an IB standpoint and it was time to get put on, express that view, express some sort of bearish view, right? So here it is, um, just from the charts since this day right here. So we look like we're in this huge, we're in this range, right? By the denoted by the purple bands. We try to break out intraday. We tag the price pattern target, and then we start to fail back inside the range. Doesn't get any easier than that, right? Right. That moves very different, right? Than than this going up and closing solidly over our swing highs. Yes. It is. And these are tricky, right? Because, I mean, you make a good point because when you're in this kind of regime here and then you finally do break out, you kind of don't want to believe it. You know? You, you, right. You kind of get, it, it's, it can get really, uh, I find it can get, it's nuanced to say, well, I want to stay with what the market's been doing. And then switch to, it's not doing that anymore. It's a little bit of a cognitive bias, right? Like you kind of want it to keep doing what it's doing because whatever trades right. you've been doing are working. And then it does break out and you're like, the mind can play tricks on you. Obviously, you, you know how that goes. And you, you've got to be, um, let me just bring this up real quick because we can, that's a good conversation. And, and, and even I got caught up in that with this last breakout. I didn't want to believe it. But I mean, it's pretty clear when you go back and look at it. Yeah, and I, I, exactly, right? So it happens so to everybody. It happens. So let's just kind of look at that, though. Like, so the market's in this range, right? It's doing what it's doing. It gets rejected. Well, when it gets to this candle, well, here's another thought, too, right? When it got to this candle, it's a clear breakout. Okay, fine. We came to retest it on this day, and then mm -hmm. we broke out. Okay, we're breaking out. But then you could also say, well, we're now just going to establish a new range. Mm -hmm. We're going to stay. And I think that's kind of what you were you were saying, but then guarded on the fact that you could get this. Um, and I think where the nuance comes in is it's easy to get sold. Well, we're going to stay in a new range because we just did that. Like, it's just going to break out, range out again. Sure. But I think that's when the cross index analysis comes in. Um, you have to also remember that when you've been consolidating forever down at lows and you break higher, you got to start to give deference to, to a breakout rather than, oh, we're just going to go higher and then range sideways again, which is, they're both possible, but now my odds are, are changed, right? My odds mm -hmm. are different because, uh, let's see if I can back this out. Right. So you've got Russell just, I mean, it's kind of ranging at lows. It should go down. 
Right. Yeah. And it didn't, right? So it broke up here. So to expect it to now, oh, we're going to set in a new range, it certainly could. And we did, and we started to, right? Right. We set in another pattern, which broke but, out. Yeah. Right. But at this point, I guess my, my larger point is, is don't get so sold on, oh, Russell's just going to go range again. Now you need to start saying, you know, this didn't break down. It broke out and it's just, it's building a pattern to go higher again is really where you want your mind to go. But man, easier said than done, right? Um, so I think, I think that's educational to, to be aware that there can be some dissonance. Can you go back to the other chart? Sure. Okay. Never mind. I just, I just want to see if I could pick up something else, but there, but it's not there. Yeah. Sometimes happens that you see. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I, I didn't, I did not see this explosion coming. Um, I mean, obviously everything's in hindsight. Is uh, really clear. well. What did the SPX do but, that day? Yeah, yeah. Well, but here's a problem with the cross index analysis. They've been in different planets. You know, you had well, yes, recently, they, yeah. they come. Yeah, I mean, yeah. In general terms, these these guys were decoupled. You what I, Russell what I, what, down here and the other. What I do is ripping. I try to associate yeah. them somehow. Yeah. Even right. even when they're decoupled, there's still mm -hmm. there's there's still support and resistance patterns. Yeah. Rather than you know, like people always looking at price point, and this one, this one is you know, this one's up trending, this one's sideways trending, but the, you still have the um, even though they're like decoupled from that respect, you know, one of them might yeah. be up trending, one might be down trending, but they're still respecting their support and resistance points. Yeah. Right. Another. So, yeah, I was going to say, an, but another, you know, like I said, I, I, when I say I didn't see this explosion, I'm talking about just the range bound activity of Russell not not following along with the rest of the market but you know you've got this concept of acceptance uh of a level right so you come up to this level you reject you come back up to this level you reject you come back up to this level it's it's not i think this is a little bit different um viewpoint that's taught a lot to me, this is not, this is resistance. This is, this level's accepting, meaning th mm. this, it's coming back to this level because it's bullish. It's not, I'm coming back to this level because I'm waiting to roll over. Um, I think that's a little bit different view than, um, you know, you might find from the more generic technical analysis uh, education out there. This level is magnetic in the sense that the uh, best way I, I find it is to call it acceptance. It's accepting this, if you think of the auction market theory, right, market profile, it's accepting 1900 as a fair price. Right. And so, um, you know, the other way to look at it is first one test, two tests, three tests, four tests, five tests, six tests. I mean, it's not going to hold. That's the same, same thing, right? That's the right. same way to view that. And so I was actually yeah. bullish there, and I was a little bit surprised at how powerful the down move was. But we had yeah. This was this move here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was definitely juky. So when we came up to here, that's when I was like, okay, it's time to get right. Yeah, that can't cancel to here. Right. Yeah. So you got spooked out to the downside, and that right. canceled. So and when that was that, we're back full bullish again at that point. And that yeah. was nasty. And when you're in these kind of trades, you know, you're like, okay, I'm bullish here. Oh man, they just they just smacked me. It's really hard. It's like the what's the old saying? If they don't, if they don't scare you out, they'll wear you out. 
Right. And you're like, ah, shit, man. Now I I won't get it long again. They just juked me. But that's, you kind of have to, that's, I think that's where experience comes in is that's it recognized that this was the juke move. Now they're going to take it. I mean, now if they, here's a way to kind of build, build, uh, get your probabilities going. If, if they juke, you know, they, they were here. They probably should have gone higher. And let's say you expressed, you got flat Delta or maybe you went positive Delta, certainly not negative Delta. Then they whack you. Right. And then, but when they come back to revisit, if this doesn't go now and it rolls over, you're looking at a really nasty move down. Yeah. Yeah. So those are, that's not that move. The down move is very low probability. Yeah. So when you frame it that way, you're like, okay, you got me, you juked me here. Now you're going to go. In other words, the more people they can leave behind on, on a move, the more probable that move is. So let me just kind of restate that, right? So everybody was getting long here. They got smoked here. So now they're probably getting short. Now nobody's on board. And I'm speaking in generalities, right? Right. So when they do get to here, you your odds are very high it's going to go because all yeah, the shorts have got to cover and nobody's on board long. <laughs> right. Well, you see the big gap up there, right? So the, the day closed higher. And then the overnight futures coming in, and, and it's obvious this isn't going to be a, this isn't going to fail. They everybody buys as they get the fear of missing out going on, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that, yeah. I mean, it's it's very you know the Russell's been tricky. The the NDX and the SPX been a lot cleaner uh, for directionality. So, you know, anybody that kind of got juked up well, in here, maybe yeah, they did. The other thing about that day too, right? Which yeah. makes you more con- conviction that you're bullish is mm-hmm. there was bad news that came out that day. Oh, was it on this day? No, no. Bad news that came out on the day we got juked to the downside there. Ah, okay. But your point, yeah. My point being that bad news is now out. They bought it anyway. Oh, so when you get this day, you're saying okay, yeah. they don't. I'm saying they're buying news anymore. The bad news is out, and they're buying anyway. They don't yeah. care. I think what happened is we had bad news that day. We had good news the following day. Gotcha. Yeah. They, they, they kind of contradicted that news. Mm-hmm. And and now... hated it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now the cat's out of the bag, right? And now we're right. going up. Yeah. And that is what I have for you today. If you have any questions or comments or anything else you'd like to see in the next Trading Performance Podcast, please list that in the comments and I'll personally answer your questions and comments for you. Also, I'd love to encourage you to come on over to LockingYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and check out our trading performance and pro memberships where you can find the tools you need to become a much more effective trader regardless of the type of trading you do. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance Podcast.